Welcome to the Dental Amigos podcast with Dr. Paul Goodman and attorney Rob Montgomery, taking you behind the scenes of the dental business world, all the things you didn't learn in dental school but wish you had. Rob is not a dentist and Paul is not a lawyer, but since Rob is a lawyer, we need to tell you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and shouldn't be considered legal advice. Listening to this podcast does not and will not create an attorney-client relationship. As is always the case, you should formally consult with legal counsel before proceeding with any legal matter. Learn more about The Dental Amigos at www.thedentalamigos.com. And now, here are The Dental Amigos. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Dental Amigos. I'm Rob Montgomery, and I'm joined, as always, by the head nacho himself, Dr. Paul Goodman. Great to be here. I'm enjoying this field trip uh, podcast out here. Live from New York at the Darby booth. Our sponsor at the Greater New York Dental Meeting in 2019. Yeah, I, I got my permission slip signed, signed, by, signed and I'm, I'm here. You're so ready? The yeah, they let you out. Uh, let it's you out in Philadelphia for a yeah. few days. We can actually say, you know, live from New York, it's the Dental Amigos, yeah, like you know, that. which I love a big, big SNL fan. fan. Yeah, yeah I start watching in the 70s with, you know, with my dad at, you know, God, I don't know what he was thinking, you know, 1130 at night, you know, I'm like nine years old watching uh, John Belushi, but uh, I guess that's had some sort of impact on yeah, my life. Sometimes Paul. I let the moderator step and eat nachos at midnight, so I, I can, I can, uh, you just want to spend time with you. That was it. That's yeah. right. That's right. I mean, the, the days of late night TV. Now I just, you know, watch late night TV and watch SNL at, you know, seven o'clock on Sunday morning. Um, so, uh, as I said, yeah, we're here. Uh, Darby was kind enough to host us and sponsor us, and we're going to have a few guests uh, at their booth this morning. Uh, we're going to start off with a, uh, a very well-known and renowned uh, dentist, uh, Dr. Ekalava Panjali, uh, and he's going to be talking to us about uh, AlphaGate's bioactive implants. Uh, AlphaGate has just introduced its bioactive implant to the U.S. market, and Dr. Panjali is an early adopter. And he's going to be using uh, this implant during his live surgery on uh, Wednesday, December 4th nice. here at the, uh, at the Greater New York meeting. So uh, if anybody uh, is listening and they're at the meeting and you're around, be sure to uh, swing by and check out Dr. Panjali and uh, the, uh, the AlphaGate bioactive implant. Uh, Dr. Panjali is a graduate from New York University. Uh, he received his postgraduate training in dental implants from Germany in 1992. In 2004, he continued his training in implant dentistry at NYU and has a master's degree in oral implantology. Go to University Germany. Dr. Benjali is a fellow of the Academy of General Dentistry and a diplomat of the International Congress of Oral Implantologists. He's published several articles on immediate placement and grafting procedure. He's an active member of several dental organizations, has been lecturing on dental implants nationally and internationally since 1996. Dr. Benjali has been lecturing uh, you know, over and over 30, uh, teaches over 30 plus hands-on courses on implant dentistry within the U.S. each year. And uh, he also provides training to general dentists and specialists at New York Implant Institute with an emphasis on hands-on clinical implant training uh, available for doctors needing specialized training as well as an entire series for beginners. So, Paul, I know you are a... Uh, a big... Uh, one of my favorite topics, right? Uh, not just an guys. implant. This is a great day. And yeah, so yeah. You, you got your guy Live here. Five surgery courses, so I'm excited to dig in first. Actually, we start so with so I say, and now, you know, so uh, now without further ado, uh, you know, here's Dr. Panjali. Uh, welcome, amigo, and uh, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. We're excited to talk. We start with hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's a, I'm a big nacho fan, so if we went to get nachos, uh, where would we go, and what is one of your favorite toppings for nachos? Oh, wow. Um... 
go to a Mexican place. Mexican place for that. So I like that. And uh, a lot of jalapenos. Jalapenos, yeah, spicy. That's a popular that's topic. Good. I like yeah, that. Absolutely. And Rob mentioned uh, Saturday Night Live, my favorite show. But I love Implant uh, Surgery Live, which you'll be doing here Wednesday morning. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that course that's happening on Wednesday. So um, we are. Um, I'm going to be doing a surgery with uh, Alpha Gates' new bioactive implant, and um, the surgery will involve. Um, a sinus elevation as well, um, where I'm going to be for the first time introducing my own technique, uh, which has been made very, very easier uh, for the general dentist to perform. Nice. Um, I haven't even published it because I didn't want anybody else to know before I came in and showed it. It's a big reveal. I like that. Yes. Yeah. So we are going to show that um, uh, in conjunction with Bioactive Alpha Gate because uh, it is the most appropriate implant to be used in a situation where um, you have a very um, little amount of bone support. Um, you're placing the half the implant in, in a sinus uh, cavity and then half the implant is in the bone. So you need an implant surface that can support and integrate as quickly as possible so that the uh, stability of the implant is being maintained. That's, a, that's awesome. That's going yeah. to be a real treat. You're doing it. Is that happening on the floor here? Yeah, on the floor yeah, here. Yeah, look at yes, that. Yes, yes, it's, yes. Uh, it's we good. have about 500 people, uh, roughly about 400 plus enrolled already. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been talking for objects probably are getting robbed to do a, a, a filling on a tooth to see how hard it was. <laughs> yeah. And I think the only way to <laughs> do it that. is if I can volunteer my own tooth. Okay. So <laughs> next year, it's going to be Rob being like, this is a very hard job. Yeah, he Paul, Paul is a good friend. friend. Yeah. Yeah. The sacrifice. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too. And then we'll just do the implant after. So that's okay. Maybe we're just doing the same day. Paul us have to walk around. What I think is, you know, looking back, and I've been, I did a multi-year GPR 2002 to 2005 at Albert Einstein in Philadelphia. Back then, I was lucky. I, I didn't get a chance to see him here, but my mentor, Dr. William Stewart, worked with an oral surgeon, and he was really in pro-GPs learning how to place implants. Yeah. And at Albert Einstein program, yeah. all the general practice residents get to place implants. Whether they do it in their practice or not is up to them, but it's just so great to become implant aware. And when I left in 2005, I was teaching some of these courses too with, yeah. with uh, Hyacinth and Dr. Alex Cho, and I just think we need more of these because it's so hard to learn a new skill without testing it out. Just like Absolutely. I use the I use the example of driving a car. You know, you can yeah. only learn so much in simulation. Absolutely. So uh, tell us, I mean, live surgery implant course is one of my favorite topics. Tell us a little bit about the ones that you do, these 30 plus, how they run, how many implants the people place, stuff like that. Yeah, so this particular course, um, we started with, um, initially I started uh, in 2008. And the idea was that people would come to the classes and when they go back, no matter how hard I try to get them to adopt implantology, they were very, very skeptical about doing it. So we had to come up with some ideas. So we started with one-day programs, and then we took it to a five-day program. So now we're doing a five-day program, which basically entails um, uh, about uh, maybe about two hours of introduction. Uh, and what I mean to say by introduction is that we have an um, introductory course before we get them to the live, and then uh, they come uh, to, the, uh, to the live surgery. Now, how it starts is that everybody, unlike uh, you know, other places, um, because I've been doing it for a long time, I realize that not everybody's skill level is the same. Right. You know, so we have uh, a pre-enrollment form that p people have to fill out it's smart. before even coming to the course because uh, we don't want them to waste their time. We don't want to waste our time. That, that's either, smart. You know? 
And so we, we get them there, uh, we, uh, I, I look at their, uh, that, uh, that form, I evaluate them, I talk to them over the phone, trying to get a sense of what they know, okay? And when the, uh, I feel that they are ready to come, then we, uh, we bring them there. And what we do is we start in the morning at about uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, and we go past midnight wow. each day. Where's the, where are these held? Uh, these are in Santiago, in Dominican Republic. Gotcha, okay. So uh, we have a great facility. We have eight chairs there. And again, when we started in 2010, I used to take 10 or 12 people. I used to take big groups. But the, um, my, I felt that, you know, the, um, my teaching wasn't very, very effective. They were not learning everything. Yeah. So we cut it down to eight. And then I found a sweet spot of six. So since about the last eight years, we are only taking six students per class. We do it five times in a year. We are usually sold out six to seven months ahead. Um, That's and- yeah, I've, I've done a lot of these courses. I do my first implant. You, you, people should appreciate teaching people to do new skill. I can only liken it to uh, you do have to teach someone to drive. And you're just like, today I'm just putting my life on the line. That's the end of this. And my dad did that for me. And I, I think that you lose a lot of stomach lining, but you get a lot of reward Absolutely. doing this for Absolutely. people. And I just think, tell me a little bit, and Rob and I are taught into be, being aware and prepared for things in life. And I've used this example for implants of crawl, walk, run, sprint. And yes. too often times with this new skill, people just want to jump into the run part. Yeah. Let's right. say you're evaluating some, I love this pre-enrollment form idea. Let's say you're evaluating someone and you say, you're not ready to come to the Dominican Republic. What should they be doing whether it's learning to extract teeth, socket preservation, making flaps, what would you encourage dentists who are saying, I want to get started, you know, and they say, should I go to the Dominican Republic? And you kindly kindly say, no, not at this time. What should they be doing to get ready for that? So I basically uh, tell them that, you know, uh, uh, based upon what, what the enrollment form says, and after talking to them, I've, I give them some advices. So sometimes I have to tell them, you know, why don't you uh, focus a little bit on, on incisions, start giving some incisions, you know, or, uh, you know, t- know a little bit more about flap, flap management, things like that. Because I feel implant placement is, is not that hard to teach. What is really difficult is how do you open up a site and Very how true. you close it back I, on. It's funny, so I, I do, you know? this is the best, this, is, this guest is right up my alley, Rob. Rob yeah, Rob, I know, he's your Because uh, I say, you, if you're a general dentist, you can place implants and you need to say yes to three things. Can you make a flap? Can you sew it back together? And can you place a giant post? And what's interesting, I had some amazing teachers, one uh, Andy Halbert, Perio Pross uh, in uh, Philadelphia, Dr. Stephen Brown, William mm-hmm. Stewart. And what's, what's encouraging for general dentists is they do the drilling in a straight direction all the time. So the placement of the implant is the easiest part for them, the reflecting a flap and sewing it back together. So I encourage general dentists or anyone out there who wants to learn, even um, endodontists, to just do more flap management suturing in their everyday, their everyday life. I, I, I cannot agree more because in my form, in the enrollment form, sometimes doctors will call me and say, are you kidding me? Are you, you are asking me how many suturing I've done? I said, yes. Yeah. Because I want to know, are you capable of suturing back what you have? Because when we are in the live surgery, we don't have time. We see over 120 patients and these are uh, over, a, our, over a period of five days and we got to get going. You know, these people come from too far away. Uh, they are being referred to us by other dentists, other local dentists, and to get implants so that they can, res- can, they can be restored afterwards. So we need to make sure that I'm not wasting my time or I'm not wasting your time teaching you how to suture. Yeah, it's, it's an important point. incisions. 120 patients. We have a dental notcher. His name is uh, 
Dr. Stephen Mautner. He sees 120 patients before lunch lunchtime and then takes a break, so we can give him a shout out here. <laughs> yeah, that's also, not an also, if you. Uh, if you are, want to stop by and wave to us on the way by, we're handing out some free stuff. So I know Dennis like free stuff. We have some free C as we go along. So now let's shift gears a minute. Are you yeah, on like ask questions? Ask, yeah. Sure, so, yeah, sure. Yeah, before we get into some of the other stuff, like, Doctor, uh, we were talking before we uh, went on the show. Um, tell our listeners, you know, what you do when you come to uh, the Greater New York meeting. Yeah, so there are two things that, you know, typically I'm, I'm presenting uh, over here. Um, uh, I have usually about two to three lectures every year that I've been doing. I've been doing live surgeries here for a very long time now. Um, but besides that, uh, the goal of coming here is to uh, look at new products, uh, look at uh, things that would make, because um, my goal uh, in, uh, in, in the teaching world is to make sure that I can make uh, things easier for general dentists. Right. You know, So I'm always looking for new products that would make uh, their uh, case is more predictable, um, that they can uh, adopt something very, very easily, and it works uh, for them for the, and their patients and give them long-term results. So I go around and, you know, each year uh, at the Institute, uh, companies will approach me and uh, throughout the year, and I tell them, you know, uh, I make my final decision in November uh, because I'm able to come here, I'm able to uh, see those products, evaluate them, uh, kind of get a sense of it, and I pick a product that is more, um, uh, you know, um, more, uh, more geared towards simplicity, so to say, okay? Right. And I'll pick up that product, I'll take it to my practice, and then I'll start using it myself before I start recommending it to other people. Mm -hmm. So my, my major, one of the main goals uh, coming to this meeting is to have uh, um, meetings and, and learn about these uh, newer products. And as you know, I mean, there are thousands of products that come out. Sure. I mean, it's hard to keep track of these products these yeah. days. Yeah. You know, the way Full they're coming job, in. Right? Oh, man, it's, it's just really hard. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you know, when I'm teaching, uh, I teach over 30, 40 classes a, a year. And uh, there are always questions that come up. Uh, they'll say, what do you think about this product? What do you think about this product? Now, I can tell you that I don't... I can't keep track of every product, right. but at least most products uh, I have typically t uh, taken, I've used them at, at some level or have some kind of experience uh, either reading an article about it or doing something with the product. Uh -huh. So I'm able to talk about the products in general. Um, but again, main goal is to make uh, uh, you know, uh, things easier for all my doctors in, uh, in the next year and pick up some really cool stuff. Yeah. It's neat. And that's, that's what, you know, in-person, you know, dental meetings and CE, you know, that online stuff is great, as you say, Paul. Yeah. You do a lot of I it. Do a lot. But there needs to be that, that in-person physical component to it. I mean, so. I, I like it to, you know, people go to, go to concerts live. They watch them when they're uh, on TV. And then they listen to them in their car. And we need more of it. But people, dentists, I just encourage everybody to do more in-person stuff face-to-face, -to, -face, to meet their fellow dentists, talk with their fellow dentists, meet the companies that are great resources. And, you know, I've used this example from the play Hamilton to be in the room where it happens. Well, we're at the Greater New York meeting with, you know, uh, hundreds of vendors, all types of dentists, friends that you've met, and just 
put these type of things on your calendar, go to a few of them a year so that you stay engaged. Mm -hmm. And we can do the favorite thing that, uh, Den I don't know if lawyers like to do this, Rob, but Dennis like to do this. When you get together, we like to complain and we Absolutely. do an event, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> complain about our patients. You know, sometimes we say, Rob, Rob, to a patient, open, they don't even open. We're like, try to work with work with me here, people. Lawyers right? get together yeah. and boast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's sort yeah. of like, you know, you ever have this person, uh, does you? Yeah. you go to do something on them, they go, I, I can't leave back in the chair. And I say, <laughs> how do you sleep at night? You sleep in a chair? Because if not, you got to get back. Um, that's uh, that's great, and that and you know, like I say, stop by and uh, uh, wave hi to us on the way by, and uh, we have some free stuff to give out. Now I want to switch gears a little bit. So, Rob, uh, he we do these podcasts. He brings these yellow legal pads. I don't know if they've made any improvements in the legal pads over the years, okay. but maybe let's if we do with implants. When I started doing implants, there was really only a few major brands. Yes, and now we've expanded this to hundreds of companies, absolutely, which I think is a great thing. And yes. Den Dennis should be purposeful to use a Rob term about which ones they use. So I have an ABCs of Doctor Nacho is. Always be changing, always be creative, always be connecting. But it doesn't mean to just discard what you're doing, but it means to be open-minded, to learn about new things. Because I, I uh, I've used this many times, and the guy who I really follow a lot, Gary Vee, says this. I, I refuse to get a touchscreen phone. I said I was only ever going to use a BlackBerry. I said that. I said I, I want the key touch. I don't want to do it. And, and as you can see, I was stubborn, and Dennis can be stubborn. So I've wanted to turn implants into more like composite resin, where when dentists learn how to do composite resin, we just had Jason Smithson in, they learn how to do the procedure, and they're more concerned with how to do pr the procedure and less concerned with the brand of composite. And I think implants, is, in a good way, are moving this way. And we're going to talk about the new uh, implant that Darby has and what you're using. Tell us a little bit about the AlphaGate brand, some of the features of that, because I love learning about all different things. And I like to say up front to our listeners, whether they're listening live on Facebook, whether they're listening next week or 10 years from now, we are lucky to have so many good implants out there. We should feel lucky as practitioners. Only dentists, Rob, we fight about, we fight about good and very good, right? Good, very good, and best. I say, wow, there's so many good things out there. So I just wanted to, you to share with us some of the features of the AlphaGate implant and what Darby's doing with that. Yeah, so um, AlphaGate, um, you know, uh, it has been um, uh, in a family business. It, it came from there. It's been uh, in the market for over 15, uh, I think, it, if I'm not wrong, it has been over 15 years that they have been in the market. Uh, but uh, some of the, um, uh, the most uh, uh, important thing that really attracted me was their bioactive. Uh, when they told me about the bioactive, it just rang a bell. I said, okay, um, what is that bioactive? So I wanted to learn more about bioactive because back in 2015, uh, you know, um, I met with uh, Robert Albertson uh, as you know, he's the bone biology guru, uh, you know, and so uh, we were talking to him about surface changes. We were talking about how calcium phosphate would change implantology. Will it uh, uh, affect uh, the bone healing and things like that? And there were times that a lot of products came from Korea. Yeah. Uh, they said that they were bioactive, but actually um, that was not so much true for Accurate. all the products, right? So uh, when I saw the bioactive, I, I, I was really you know, um, drawn to this product. And I started doing some more research. I started talking to them and I started learn more about the product. So AlphaGate product uh, is, is um, um, they are at least trying uh, to compare it to um, Strawman's uh, BLX implant gotcha. that is bioactive, right? Uh, so between Strawman and um, AlphaGate, now I cannot tell you the superiority between each who is superior, 
We just got the Alpha Gate in our hands in October. Yeah. And I mean, what's, like, I like to point out, I mean, there's a, I used to watch this show, uh, Food Truck Wars, because I love to eat. And uh, Food Truck Wars was, you know, which was the best food truck. But yeah. in the, when they came to the end, they were all really good. Absolutely. And then somebody was really good at making the frittata. And implants, you know, and I also like to talk about being sponsored by things, too, because I've been doing implants for many years. And, and what is interesting, Rob, is um, you can't run without sneakers, right? Mm -hmm. And you cannot buy a pair of sneakers that say plain no-name sneakers. So even right. if it was Chuck Taylor's Nike or Reebok and people like... Uh, uh, us are using these products in a way to share them with the community, but we need to use Nike, Reebok, or Puma. And I'd encourage dentists, if you take a course with a, with a brand, learn, the, learn this, the technique, learn this brand, and then decide what's best for you. And I've said that exactly. all the time. You know, wow. I've, I've, you know I've, I've used Hyacinth for years, and people, some use it, some don't. Some, and it also, it's interesting, and, and maybe it's, you would not totally understand this, Rob, with the Amazon world there's still a regional component to support to a lot of these different products. Right. And, you know, you have to pick what's best for you. And you work good. with dentists all over the country. Right. Right. So, yeah. you know, uh, I just think that's an important thing to share. And, it, and we should just be happy we're pushing the field forward Absolutely. And, and, and trying out all of these new cool things. Yeah, yeah. And we, ha we have to adopt something new because in today's date, what is becoming important to the patients is um, I want my restoration done as soon as possible. Yeah. Right? And that can only happen when you have an implant surface that supports uh, that uh, the um, the, uh, the integration taking place that that quickly. Yeah. Uh, and and for that, bioactive becomes very very important. That uh, after six weeks, you are able to um, you know restore start restoring the implant. Uh, there are some um, uh, some other uh, comments that have been given in the past where people talk about hey, uh, what about, um, you know, four weeks, loading it in four weeks? Well, biologically, it's not possible. Right. Okay? Biology does not. Biology takes its own time. You can't rush the cell. And, you know, sometimes I think I'd like to point out, and maybe this will become somewhat profound if this is in the archives of implant history. Like, sometimes, you know, the person who's most concerned with rushing is the dentist, not the patient. Exactly. And they're not even, and I'll say, Rob, it's, it's for no real reason. It'd be like if you guys were racing to get an APA done right. just for your own weird way. Like, we got, the patient wants it in four weeks. They don't know any, the patient is totally unaware. They're, they're aware with what you share with them. So sometimes they just think it's the dentist personality that just wants to say, I got to get it done so quickly, but you yeah. can at the expense of the whole tooth falling apart. Absolutely. Because then you got to start from scratch again. Right. So it's, Absolutely. it's just another purposeful uh, yeah. uh, way, and, way to be. Uh, and, you know, uh, especially talking about the, uh, the implant design, I mean, uh, it has a aggressive design, it is a V-thread, and then it has the square power thread designs as well as micro-threads on the coronal aspect. And, uh, you know, when you put it, we, call, we talk about the creep effect and the importance of uh, getting that blood all around that implant, you know, uh, and as soon as you put this implant uh, into a bioliquid, it just, you know, wraps all around it. Yeah. Um, and that tells you that, you know, uh, uh, it, it is going to uh, be a great product for osteointegration. But again, we have to wait and see how, how the product does. It's, it's too early to say uh, what the product will do for us but uh, in the last uh, six or eight weeks, uh, I've been measuring the ISQs of, uh, you know, uh, almost every week. And I haven't seen a drop in ISQ from day one. Rob, so this is like when we talk about Lee's. Rob's unaware of ISQs. He say things like the cam on top of the cam while we're getting cam. I'm like, so uh, that's how stable the implant is. I think it's neat, though. I mean, yeah. Dr. Benjali and I were chatting, you know, before we went on, too, that it's, it's neat that, you know, it takes time. It's a process, you know, it's before process. you really yeah, can absolutely. evaluate it. It's sort of like... You know, somebody that's uh, a sommelier that's uh, saying, well, this wine on release, but we're not really sure what it's yeah. going to be, you know. Yeah.
it's going to take a few years before we kind of know how it ends and up. And I think obviously we're talking especially about especially with implants. You know, you got to wait yeah. for at least a, a year or so. Which which is such a good topic. And maybe Rob, as a as a civilian non dentist, I mean, you know, don't you appreciate that our field is trying so hard yeah. to do new things to help patients? I mean, it's, you know, if patients were listening, it's like we really are trying hard yeah. to make life better, to make things faster, but being cautious. And Doctor Panchani, I, I always ask this question to my groups a lot. I always set up and say, hey, there's a new thing on the market, uh, implants uh, embedded with nacho cheese. Do you, do you want to try it? Does anyone want to try it? Or would you rather wait till other people try it and see if there's a problem? And every Absolutely. dentist says, I want to wait for others. I said, well, then our field's never going to move forward. Yes. Because at some point, people have to cautiously and optimistically try new things to push things forward in life and dentistry. Yeah. And it's great that Dr. Manjali is doing that. Well, I mean, it's great, yeah. obviously, for patients. But, you know, I, I know that you feel strongly about this, Paul. That uh, you know, if uh, you know, it, it's also really good for you know general dentists. Yeah. You know, this is something that is becoming more and more accessible to them, and just another tool in their in their box. You yeah. know, of things that they can provide to their patients and ways to keep your your practice uh, thriving. Yeah, I mean, I want to say something, and it's uh, one of my uh, leaders and mentors in life is a guy named Daniel Tiger. We watch a lot of that in my house, and he talks about sharing. He talks about trying new things. And Dr. Panjali and I come from this general dental background, and I don't know how it is exactly in law, but what drives me nacho nuts, Dr. Panjali, is I say, does anyone do endo? And they say, I do some. And what do you do with the hard ones? I refer some. Does everyone see kids in their practice? I do some. What if they're attached to their mom's leg? I refer them. Does everyone do extractions? I do some and I refer some. So we've built a world, Rob, where the general dentist should do some and refer right. some. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, implants got all messed up over here. And Absolutely. I just want to bring it in with Dr. Jolly and say, do cases you feel comfortable with, and then you become more implant aware, and your specialist would love that. And they refer some, and I think we're working really hard. I've been working for 15 years or more on just getting this concept across, and that's what you've picked up on, because I want general dentists to restore more, plan more, and do some. And uh, there's many people who've taken my course. We do a very basic My First Implant course where they place one implant. And I said, you should take this course if you don't know if you want to place implants. Do one-on-one. -on -one. We watch you do it. Sure. And some people take off and start doing it. Other people say, not for me, but those people are now can talk with their patients about it, right. refer more. So I just, I love that concept of giving general dentists tools to expand their business. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. I mean, this is a very important thing that... Um, when you look at the statistical analysis, the last time I looked at was 2018 from American uh, Association of, uh, uh, sorry, American Academy of Implant Dentistry. And they uh, have published that only less than 10% of uh, US dentists are placing implants. Now, I don't know how far that's true, but it, it just seems like a very alarming number of uh, doctors are, are not placing implants. Yeah. Why do you and, think and that, that is? is a concern. Why do you think that is? I think it's mostly the fear. Yeah. The fear factor is so high. And, and you know, uh, whenever uh, these uh, doctors, they come to my courses, they say, uh, uh, you know, I'm not too sure. I'm, they, they just question themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think the other important thing in my mind, uh, which, uh, which I always say, is that uh, the education is not there. Right. You know, there is not, there are not many places that are giving you an org, uh, uh, implant dentistry education in an organized fashion. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but dentists choose to go from one lecture to the other. And they're trying to figure out, they're going to 10 different lectures, they can't figure out what's going on. They hear 10 different things. It gets them more confused. Yeah. And now they're saying, oh, um, uh, you know, uh, can I do this? Can I? Uh, no, I'm not doing this. 
Well, it's it, to me, as the non-dentist at the table here, you know, it's like the classic that dentists are perfectionists, right? Yes. And, and, and all the good and bad that comes with that, you know? And then sometimes I think you just have to say, hey, I, I, I'm okay getting outside of my comfort zone. I'm going to try this. I'm going to either like it and continue to do it and integrate it in my practice, or professionally, I'm just going to have a better command of what this totally. is all about. Just be, yeah. Awareness. Said, I'll be able to talk about that these procedures with your patients, yeah. even if you're going to refer them out. But I would like to, uh, I, 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 I play a lawyer on TV, Dr. Yeah. Patrick, so I'd like to get this on the record. I don't know what kind of record this is, but I'm going to get it on. We've got lots of records. It's you, recorded yeah, forever. Because you've asked a good question, and Dr. Patrick gave a good answer, but I want to go back deeper to this. So in the beginning of the conversation, the skills you need to place an implant is to extract the tooth and suture. Extract the tooth and suture. General dentists are actually trained well to place the implant part. They're always checking and going in directions, but they're not trained to make a flat, reflect the gum, and suture. And the reason Absolutely. is dental school, because most dental schools have specialty programs, and most dental schools take the cases from the dental students and give them to their perio and oral surgery programs. There's a few schools, like mm -hmm. Midwestern and Arizona, right. that teach to place implants. Right. So they, if you make it normal for dental students to do this, they will keep doing it. And they are creating in these small pockets, like Midwestern. And, uh, right. there's a, but what happens is that most dental schools, and you gotta, we have to think about this from a broad picture, if you have specialty programs, they need cases. Yeah. So they take them from the general dental student. And, and, and it's, uh, to me, that's really unfir to the people paying four, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars a year because implant dentistry. I tell people, uh, do you want to learn to place implants? Like, not nah, for me. I go, uh, one implant placement produces as much as seven class twos. It's for me, right? Because seven class two composites are most annoying procedure. Rob, two hundred dollars per procedure mm -hmm. would take even the fastest dentist. I don't know, three hours of time, four okay. hours of time yeah. to seven things. Yeah, right. One that, that, implant. That'll put you out of business. Yeah. You do too many of those. One implant, which. Dr. Benjamin could teach people to do it in a, in a 60 minute time frame for the right case, right? Mm -hmm. Is equal to that. And that's why you do both. Yeah. I mean, the people who've done my courses with Tau Tags, I'm here, they do both. They, they enjoy Absolutely. doing both. You can't, Absolutely. you can't just, but you're adding something fun. And what's interesting, and you see it too, is it's all, all these things are arbitrarily assigned values. What happens if you said to somebody, would you like to go place an implant on a number 30 site? Or would you like to do a class two on number 15? You have to do both for free. People would run to do the implant. Right. Because it's straightforward, you know, it, it has a beginning, middle, and end, and this full contact arts and crafts stuff we do is is more difficult. So, Absolutely. really important point, I think. Uh, no, no, that's and awesome. I and I tell you that you know, uh, I I have um, I'm I'm fortunate enough to see and meet and interact with all my colleagues who come there because uh, I I tell people I said I learn a lot from you guys, yeah, and it helps me make my program better every time. And what I have felt so far is that. When these dentists, they come, they are very, very knowledgeable. They're very smart people. I, my job really to tell you, this is, uh, I'm giving you my secret away, but my job is to take their knowledge and organize in a very nice fashion. Yeah. So I'm just taking their thoughts. They, they learn some things from here and they get confused. So all I'm doing is reorganizing all their knowledge and giving them a, a path and telling them, this is how you have to start thinking. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Follow the yellow and brick nacho road of it, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Crawl, walk, run, sprint. I mean, Absolutely. When I, I, I know we're going to finish up in a minute here, but I lectured here in 2008 when yeah. I was a lot younger uh -huh. with a perioprostodontist and uh, uh, Dr. Alex Cho, one of my mentors, and I set it up as I'm here as, you know, the grandmother driver of the car and Alex is the New York City cab driver of implants. <laughs> and, you know, now it's an Uber driver, but that's yeah. life, right? Yeah. I don't ever want to drive in New York. So, yeah. like, know what you want to do, know what you don't want to do, and you're, you're giving people responsible information. So yes. I, I think that's awesome. Well, and it's just, I think, too, for young dentists that are listening, 
uh, you know, this is an easy one to rail against dental school. I mean, it's, it's outrageous that there isn't more of this type of training. Absolutely. You know? I mean, as you said, Paul, you pay $600,000, yeah. you know, and, and kind of get like some of, some of the secret sauce, right? But I think, you know, people really need to understand that this is just a continuing part of your education and that, you know, either if you don't want to do this, you have to avail yourself as to of, of this training, learn how to do this and be prepared that, hey, totally. when I get out of dental school, I don't have everything that I need. I don't have all the skills that I need. And, and I'm just going to have to continue my education and continue to have, you know, an open mind and continue to learn because it will benefit your practice either you know, either a little or a lot, right, but sure. this is impactful. And benefit your patients. So I, uh, I love that. We, we, to keep with our uh, Saturday Night Live and Implant Live stream, Dr. Manjali, I, there was a thing, uh, Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy was pretty good. So right, we'll right, give you, uh, feel free, you've been an awesome guest, feel free to share some uh, parting nacho thoughts, whether it's on your uh, courses, AlphaGate, uh, coming to meetings as we wrap up here. Okay, so my final thoughts are that, you know, uh, I think uh, all dentists, all general dentists should start placing implants or at least make an honest effort to learn them and start doing them. Because once they start doing them, I'm telling you, like you just uh, rightly said, between a composite and an mm -hmm. implant, they are going to choose implant mm -hmm. any day. Of yeah. the, uh, so I think that's very important. Uh, choosing an implant system is, is a big decision that a dentist has to make in the practice. So think about biology. I always tell people that focus on what, what is biologically important. Okay, and then just go and buy the implant that, uh, that works best in your hand. Simplicity and predictability are the two main criterias that you have to follow. Um, educate yourself, uh, read good literature, and you know, uh, keep going at it. Continuing education, like it's a never-ending process. Uh, learning is a never-ending process. I still uh, tell everybody, don't feel that you've learned everything. I, even after 28 years of doing this, I still feel I'm, I'm, I'm lacking somewhere. Yeah, I'm and still I'm, the same I'm way. I'm willing to improve. I, I'm, I have an open mind towards uh, getting into new things, new products. And I just keep going. That's all. That's all I have to say. I like that. And I appreciate both yeah. of you, uh, you know, having me here and yeah. giving me the opportunity to share my thoughts. Uh, with your uh, uh, with your audience. Thank you. Well, you're you're an amigo now. Yeah, yeah official amigo. Yeah, I like and that, Dr. Pajali yeah. too. If uh, if our listeners want to get in touch with you or learn more about your courses, uh, yeah, how so, can they do that? Um, uh, well, we have a website. It's called um, NY uh, as in New York implantinstitute.com. Okay. Uh, where they can learn about uh, most um, all all our courses and programs that we do. Okay. Um, and uh, if they want to call us, they can reach us at one 818 9901 Okay. And uh, there's an email address probably, too, on the Yes, on the it is uh, info at nyimplantinstitute.com. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Dr. Panjali, for being on the show. Paul, you're going to explain to me at happy hour what bioactive for sure. means tonight. Yeah, yeah. Give me Old a little fashions bit of and bioactive stuff. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for your lawyer, Amigo. Uh, thanks so much, Dr. Pinelli. You're awesome. Yeah, thanks oh, thank for being you. on the show. Thank you. Thanks for me having me. Thanks for listening to another great podcast with The Dental Amigos. And don't forget to tune in next time to have the dental business demystified. If you're looking for more information about today's podcast, you can find it on thedentalamigos.com. If you're looking for Paul, you can find Paul at drpaulgoodman.com. And if you're looking for Rob, you can find him at yourdentallawyer.com. This podcast has been sponsored by Orange Line Media Group, helping dentists and other professionals create content people love. Find out how we can help you take your business to the next level at www.orangelinemg.com. Till next time.